0: So I would leave my corporate job, go change clothes, put on something like was comfortable but fits in, and I used to just flyer all the time on Thursdays till like eleven thirty at night. Wow! And once business started growing um, I told my mother like I was hiding it from her that it was growing so fast because I didn't want to overwhelm her and she was like what do you have going on why are people like calling my phone and like they're saying that you sell hair I mean she knew I sold hair but she didn't know it's the capacity and I was like you know what mom I'm overwhelmed it's affecting my corporate job I need you to help me yeah
1: David Chance presents to you the morning meetup of resources and contacts. You need to be in an environment of success. So head over to the morningmeetup.com today for your $1 seven-day trial. That's right, just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup. Take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today. Themorningmeetup.com.
2: And three, two, one.
1: You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it.
2: All right, welcome to another edition of The Social Proof Podcast where we find people have really built something, not just talk about it. And um, we have a very special guest today. And uh, before you actually like introduce yourself and everything, we just want to know, how are you?
0: I'm good. How's your week? My week has been really busy, but it's good. Doing what? I have a ton of client calls and I am prepping for a few things in the works. So mm-hmm. it's just been really busy. Good but news. good.
2: That's good news. That's good. <laughs> what was the most challenging part about your week?
0: The most cha- honestly packing to go to Savannah is the most challenging. <laughs> <Really>? Yes. <laughs> what you're going to wear? Yes. Right yes. I mean, you're Savannah, biggest,
3: Georgia. <laughs> your biggest issue is how cute am I going to be? and the pictures
4: for Savannah the weather the weather everything
0: you know what are you gonna wear I mean this is you know women issues
2: who you going with just friends
0: or I'm just going with a good friend of mine my home girl (laughs) we're really really, literally we're going to plan our businesses but we wanted to Mm. do outside of Atlanta new atmosphere so we did like a staycation except for it's in Savannah and not Atlanta that's dope
2: what does your friend do
0: she actually works with the government so she's trying to step her foot into entrepreneurship
2: and you're like the coach and y'all just gonna
0: I'm more so the friend but I just happen to be a coach so
2: she's like a sister to me dope 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 okay right. right. so um Donnie how was your week I'm so interested
4: (laughs) are you our week has been awesome uh very productive we talked about that Uh, the day has been amazing this is We've we've gotten to hang out quite a bit today. Yep. Uh, yep. Recording and working and uh, negotiating management deals and things like that. So I'm really excited about yeah. this. You know, this new uh, brand partnership thing we got going on. Good, good, Putting it out good. there on record, um, just in case you renege. How was how was your week? <laughs> I didn't necessarily commit to you being my manager. Oh, like, well, you know, it, wow. I think she, she, you know she I mean? somehow like Empire. took it upon herself.
2: Yeah. So her car or something. My manager, which I wouldn't be mad. But she wants me to do the work.
4: I do, and yeah, then
2: yeah. come back and bring her a percentage of what I went and did.
4: Yeah. Well, so. what I want to do is guide your steps, right? I want to I want to point you in the right direction and uh, tell you how to conduct yourself right. when in that direction. Or
2: I can just hire you as a coach instead of a manager. Man,
4: I prefer instead residual. of giving you a
2: percentage. I, I know what you would prefer. but... I
4: prefer the retainer. Prefer right, right. Yeah. 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 No, the week was amazing. Um, I've had an incredibly productive week. Like, I don't know. There was just like a shift mm-hmm. in, seriously, a shift in the atmosphere. I know that's a song and it sounds really cliche, but there was like a major shift in the atmosphere where I just shot into productivity mode, got a lot done, uh, created a new program out of the thin sky. And uh, so I'm really excited about that.
2: Awesome. Awesome. Do you want to know about my week? Or Well,
4: I did ask. Asked, or, yeah. How
0: was your week? Oh, it was good. It was good. Can't, <laughs> can't
2: complain. Uh, doing a lot of cool stuff stuff. Um, we actually got a, a few more bookings. We put another car on Turo um, earlier today. That makes number five? My wa- Well, no, one of the ones we had, we actually put it on Turo earlier today. And my wife texted me and said, we got it booked for tomorrow to Monday. So it's booked for the weekend. That is nice. Really cool. cool. Really, really cool. So I'm excited. Our podcast is doing amazing. A really, really good friend of mine. I look at him as like, he's younger than me, but he's like a coach, mentor of mine. Uh, he's been kind of just, uh, hes he's been, a, he kind of disappeared for a little while. Mm-hmm. And then he just called me. Wow.
4: And Do I know him? Really cool. Yeah. Who's that? I
2: don't know if I, could, I don't know if he wants to be exposed. I just kind of
4: want to know But
0: he's know
2: alive is. and well. Yeah. That's what I know he's alive and well, but he's just kind of like this, he like just, you know, super successful guy. And he just, he just went ghost yeah. out of nowhere. He was grinding. Yeah. Good just Just on a, I think maybe just on like a, um like a relax, unplug from social media, which is the coolest thing. Like if you can unplug from all like social interactions, social media stuff for like six months at a time just to go... Maybe travel and, like, find out who you are.
4: Do you think you could do that? I need to know who this person is. I don't think (laughs) my wife would let me, but... You don't think you... No, 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 no. I mean, even if it were with your wife, do you think that you could unplug from social media for six months, totally disconnect, and just be in the moment on, like, vacation? Oh, yeah.
2: Yo, if I... And I say it... I say it now, but if... When I really, really become super financially secure, I'm not. I don't even want a cell phone. Give me a pager. I would disconnect from social media in an instance and just go talk to kids at schools.
0: Mm-hmm. What about your family? That's
2: what I'm saying. A pager.
0: You, then you gotta go find a phone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't put it all together in my head, but right. how did how did they do it before?
4: We found find a phone. phone. Yeah, find a phone. When's the last time we seen a pay phone You can keep a flip phone stashed. You know what? Oh. I, haven't, I
2: haven't figured it yeah. out yet, but you know, just <laughs> let me live. This my dreams. <laughs> we love it. Stop trying to make it. my dreams reality. Okay. It's <laughs> right, okay. practical. Sorry. But um no, so thank you so much for coming to the show. I'm so glad. So like, when I called and asked you to come on the show, I I just knew
4: Bianca.
2: This would be a great choice.
4: I'm sorry. And how did you end wait. up here today? <laughs> <laughs> David, it was not
2: you. <laughs> I just felt like it would
3: be a good idea. I you know
4: secured the talent, okay? She <laughs> yes, she did. A, all right, all right. I secured <laughs> the, the top-notch premium guest that I'm so excited yeah, it's uh, awesome. to hear from, learn from, share with. Uh, we just have a conversation here. Yeah. So, um, but
2: here's what's cool. Uh, you don't even really know her like that, okay? Me and Bianca have history. Okay. So, so, for those that don't know, we actually worked at the Cheesecake Factory together.
4: That's dope. We did. We worked at the.
2: She was at the front desk, mm-hmm. and I was a server. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and um, it, it's been a pleasure to like see her journey and her growth, and like really, I was just super amazed because like I think even while we were working at the Cheesecake Factory, your business was like super successful. Yeah, it was. That was crazy, and I'm in my head. I'm like. Why, Why are
4: you she here? here? Why were you there? And
2: she's like driving a beautiful BMW, like even back then.
0: I honestly, I felt like that place kept me grounded. Like I met everyday hardworking people, normal people. I was young, so I had time.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And I enjoyed it. It was like a family working there got until in. they
4: changed management. It got weird.
0: But mm. I really enjoyed it.
4: And so you were able to work just kind of like from a place of I just like it. right? Oh, uh, yeah, I, I, I it.
0: like it. I like the people. And I felt like it gave me a reality check on just what everyday hardworking people are doing and Got what you. they're talking about. And it kept me relatable and it kept me grounded. And like I said, I had the time. I was I was really young. So I worked pretty much doubles. So morning and evening. And then my friends didn't go out till like eleven, twelve o'clock in the morning so I just had the day and I was like why not work and make some money I like it would you go back now today no no, my feet always were hurting
2: but right now even to this day you still work in the school system yeah I do
0: I do which
2: I like I I think I went and talked to one of your classes and and the whole time I'm thinking I'm teaching these kids about success but their teacher
0: I remember it's you saying that. Me, so. I remember you coming to my class and telling them that they're like, "Do you know who your teacher is?" And of course, they're like sixteen, seventeen years old. They're like, "I mean, maybe." <laughs> but, That's amazing. Yeah. So,
4: what keeps you in the school system with the amount of success that you've amassed? I truly love education. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's just a
0: passion for teaching more than anything. Mm-hmm. So. I like I like the young faces and I like adults as well, but I just think the fact that it keeps me sharp to know strategies in in regards to teaching at all forms and levels, and it helps me learn how to make difficult things easy to explain with all the professional development. So I utilize the school system
4: to professional development me and to becoming a better coach. Do you ever have a moment where you're like, you know what, they got one more time and they can have this job? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) all the time. So all the time. We are we're hinting to who you are and. Type of success that you had, and I know that the viewers are like, Well, who is she right, and what right. does she do? so <laughs> please introduce yourself. All right, what's up everybody? My name is Bianca Rush. I am a serial
0: entrepreneur. I got my start into beauty back in 2011 and I started a hair company based here in Atlanta. um, Global brand called Sassy Mitchell Hair. It was one of the first hair companies that was actually built by a young black woman. When I first started, a lot of the people that were selling hair were much older and very much in Miami and LA. There wasn't a much of a presence in Atlanta in regards to beauty hair, virgin hair. I mean, we have Ronner Brothers, but that's more so products, nothing in regards to just quality hair extensions. Um, I was working corporate and I was working mm-hmm. at the Cheesecake Factory and I decided that I wanted to make a little bit more money. I went to a hair store that's no longer here in Atlanta and um, I actually got inspired by, it's going to be crazy, but Toya right. So I was watching a BET show. I fell in love with her hair. Mm -hmm. And this was before Instagram. So Twitter was still, I mean, it is good now, but it was really all that we had. And she had shouted out, Where she got her hair from. I went to that hair store. I was so confused on what to do. Um, A gentleman helped me. And then he just left me there. He's like, you know, come back and let me know when you're ready. So as I'm sitting there, I noticed three other women just walking in. They knew exactly what they wanted. And he's charging three hundred, four hundred dollars. And these women are paying quickly. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, you know, he's going to make twelve hundred dollars in 30 minutes And he's going to make my money, too, when I figure it out. And I was like, this is what I wanted to do. But I had never worn hair extensions. All my friends wore natural hair. I wore natural hair through college. I knew nothing about extensions. Mm -hmm. But I got in my car. I called one of my good friends at the time, and I told her, I'm going to start selling hair. Mm -hmm. And I had to give myself a blueprint to figure that out. And Mm -hmm. then... Within a year, uh, up to three years, I was making like multi-million dollars selling beauty products, spe- specifically hair extensions and Sassy Mitchell hair. Was I love cool. well, Did
2: you build... So you 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 had like like a family element too, right? Right. Didn't, like once you're like yeah. mom involved, or? right?
0: Right. Right. So when I very when I very first started, I actually had my close best friend at the time working. She worked she worked um, a regular job, but it didn't get busy until nighttime. Mm-hmm. So I had her working my phone lines because I knew I still wanted to keep my benefits at my corporate job, mm-hmm. and I just wasn't making mm-hmm. enough money that I felt comfortable leaving. You know, mm-hmm. hair hair extensions at the time was so inconsistent. Like the women me what call they want it and then I might not hear a back from anyone for like two days. So, um, over time, I started really getting out there, literally hitting the street. Glam Bar was a huge, successful hair salon here in Atlanta Mm -hmm. off of Peter Street. Shout out to Sabrina.
2: Is it not there anymore?
0: No. Oh, that's Sabrina. Sabrina. The Glam University. Yeah, Yeah. Sabrina. Yeah, Sabrina. 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 Shout out to her. Um, I was a client at her salon, Ming Lee, who also um, sells Snob snob Life. Mm -hmm. Put some respect on the name. (laughs) Snob Life. She was my hairstylist, and um, I told her about my trip to the hair store and that I wanted to sell hair this was before snob life was born mm-hmm. and she was like oh i'll help you and i was like really she's like yeah i used to sell hair up in detroit and she was like what was, what
2: was Ming doing at this time she was a hairstylist, hairstylist. She was like, did she, she was even just a own her salon at that
0: time no she was working at the glam wow. bar
4: got you oh wow she was working connection. at the glam yeah, yeah. yeah okay deep. okay Okay. yeah,
0: yeah. that's um her and Sabrina are really really tight mm-hmm. so uh, Ming really taught me a lot about hair mm. um this was before Snap Life was born and so forth and before her salon and then I used that knowledge and ran with it amazing and then I brought my family in right, let right, me answer right. your question so then at At that time, after applying knowledge and meeting people and literally going to Sabrina's events at her salon, she had a Tiana Taylor event. It was packed. Mm. Tiana Taylor was there hosting. It was like some movie I had come out, packed out. I had some flyers, real old school, front and back. And I was just flyering the whole night. Just me and then my mother came. She sat down, um, was just kind of holding the bags. Mm -hmm. And I was out there just like, Hey, I don't know if you want hair extensions, but I sell hair. And I just kept throwing, people would throw them on the ground, but Mm -hmm. I didn't really care. I was just handing it out to them. And then eventually people started calling like, Hey, I got your card at this event that I went to. I'm looking for hair extensions. And then I kept doing that, kept going to all these hotspot events. So I would leave my corporate job, go change clothes put On something like was comfortable but fits in, mm-hmm. and I used to just fly her all the time on Thursdays till like eleven thirty 30 at night. Wow. wow! And once business started growing, um, I told my mother, like, I was hiding it from her that it was growing so fast because I didn't want to overwhelm her. Mm-hmm. And she was like, What do you have going on? Why are people like calling my phone and like they're saying that you sell hair? I mean, she knew I sold hair, but she didn't know to the capacity, and mm-hmm. I was like, You know what, mom. I'm overwhelmed. It's affecting my corporate job. I need you to help me. Yeah. And then um, I brought her in and she's been helping me in shipping for Whoa. me ever since. And this is, we're about to be 10 years old wow. in March.
4: Did yeah. you make it to a seven-figure company with just flyering as your initial marketing model? Actually, that's how I built relationships. Mm-hmm.
0: So I think that and answering the phone, writing people back, texting people back, Um, connecting with the various hairstylists at the time, there wasn't many options. So hair was just kind of coming to its own. Mm -hmm. So I would say yes, but that was like the root of it was I was flyering and I had all my friends do a shoot. It was very bootstrapped. (laughs) I had them all do a shoot. And then I found like one of the guys at the mall that can print some flyers for whatever amount. And they printed them, and I just literally mm. kept writing the benefits of the hair and how long it lasts, and the inches, and the curl patterns, and where they could buy it, and text me. And they used to text me.
2: Is that a word, flyering? Or flyering. Did just make that
4: up? I don't know. It sounded. We don't know it is. Sure. I mean, we were flying. I was impri- impressed by it too. We were flyering. You know what I mean? And Whatever. Boom. Seven <laughs> if, figures. If it,
0: mm. if it fits. But yeah, uh, flyers was one of the bases. So just there. getting
2: out was your hair, I mean, you still have the company. Is yeah. your hair, like, better than everybody else's?
0: Of course I'm gonna, I think so. Of
2: course, but...
0: I think so. I mean, I created the tagline, so when I first started Sassy Mitchell, I this is before we even had coaching and they, and they talked about value propositions and that messaging. I just told myself, what do people like? What do people strive for that are successful? And what came to mind was Rolex. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to have the Rolex of hair. Mm. And I made shirts and I said, this is the Rolex of hair because I knew I wanted to attract people that wanted to wear Rolexes and that's just kind of their life. Yeah. Similar to people when, what, what is it now? Paddock? Paddock? Patsy? Oh, uh, yeah. Something mm-hmm. like that. Um, excuse, I'm not, of course, I'm, I'm yeah, not wearing I that, but I can't know. get the word right. But I knew people knew um, Rolexes, they're timeless, they're classic, they don't go out of style. So that was the messaging that I had when I first started. And then I changed it to the best hair in the world. Mm, Mm. So Sassy
2: Mitchell, the best hair in the world.
0: That was the second um, messaging. But the first one was Sassy Mitchell, the Rolex of hair.
2: Mm, Mm. I like it. Where'd you get all this marketing mind from?
0: It, It came to me. Like I was just driving and I was just like, what do I want my hair to be known for? And I said, what do people like that are successful and I was like, they like Rolex watches. And I was like, I'm gonna have the Rolex of hair.
2: So you didn't you didn't take like marketing classes? No, really actually my my
0: background is like tech, mm-hmm. technology and business. I didn't I honestly when I, I graduated from Georgia, I wanted to go to, to get into their marketing school. Like you had to test into it and they said I didn't have enough scores to get into their marketing program. Mm-hmm. So they put me in their technology program. Mm-hmm. Well it's like MIS. So information systems And it's funny how life works full circle because now I'm back in marketing, which is what I wanted to get a degree in. And you
4: learned it through trial and error. Yep. Yeah. I love it. Did you ever? Did you have ever like a desire even before your experience or, or of seeing Toya and then walking mm-hmm. into that beauty supply mm-hmm. store? Like, were you aligned with the beauty industry in any way? No, just out yeah. of the blue. You're like, you know what? Freaking out of the blue. This is this is an opportunity, yeah. and I'm going to mm. jump into it. Right.
0: Um, no connections. No celebrity influence. No heavy network. All of my friends, just everyday working people. They're not. Popular and I put that in quotations. No K on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It literally was me telling them I'm gonna start selling hair, and they're and they're asking me, okay. We don't wear extensions, but I mean, we'll support you. And um, from there, it came on me to show up to these events and and flyer Mm -hmm. and also go to events that didn't even relate to beauty. But I knew women would be there that wanted hair. Like I used to go to art shows. Yeah, absolutely. I went to luxury. Yeah, I went to art shows with hair extensions. Really? It was not related to anything, but people stopped. And all I cared about was the fact that they either walked out with a card or walked out with a flyer. I didn't even care if they didn't buy because I knew they would call me.
2: Mm, that grind is real.
4: <laughs> it is. It's it's, <laughs> I mean, a lot
2: of people are like, and I, I like the fact that you didn't come from a marketing background mm-hmm. or, uh, a be- you know, coming from the beauty industry. Because mm-hmm. it's really encouraging for somebody who has a job right now. Like you was working at the front desk at the Cheesecake Factory. And, you know, we have these the corporate jobs and there's somebody just waiting. And they say stuff like, well... Everybody's doing hair. Everybody has t-shirts. Everybody wrote a book. Everybody, everybody, everybody. But you didn't even think about none of that.
0: No, I didn't. Mm. I didn't at all. And I, I knew, like, even I had a website. It was not Shopify. It was WordPress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Real, you know, yeah. blogger. Yeah. Blogger right. life. Blogger site. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it was WordPress. And I just told the designer, or well, whatever you do, put a chandelier on my website. And mm. she did. And people, lo- they ate it up because they felt like when I, I told you I was building it off the Rolex of hair and I was like, luxury, give me a chandelier on my website. My site, and I actually missed that site. It was really very, very pretty, but i 'm on Shopify now.
4: Do you still have the chandelier? No, <laughs> I let it go so, <laughs> so you 're a household brand right. People know Sassy Mitchell and. Honestly, I knew that brand before I ever even knew you were a part of that brand. Everyone, did. and one thing that I, I met you maybe two years ago mm-hmm. at one of the social proof, the, the first social proof event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't even, know you know, I think you were helping with the event. She's
2: like quarterback the whole thing. Yeah, right?
4: you were you were helping. I was to really yeah. organize and put that together. But one thing that I was instantly attracted to about you was your humility just yeah. this person who is a powerhouse that doesn't have to flex your muscle you're not a part of the mean girl click and you just just welcoming and sweet and we do have a relationship shans we talk on on instagram <laughs> we really do we do oh so um
2: <laughs> do you have donnie's number i need to get hmm. so i was wondering yeah you you, you called me but she reached back? out to
0: me first i did so you have a real
2: relationship just on instagram it's cool though
0: but look so <laughs> we as, didn't change that. As, <laughs> as
2: you were um uh, building the your, your hair because you were like one of the first right, right, right. Mm-hmm. but hair has gone through a transition of like oversaturation or, or not oversaturation but there's a lot of hair companies popping up mm-hmm. right. how did that affect your business
0: Well, it definitely creates an effect because your clients become your competition. So Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways, I did see you do see numbers change Mm -hmm. in regards to your revenue. And I expected that. Mm -hmm. Um, I can tell you now I see it leveling off. I I feel like people, they they start, but they don't stick. And it's not even because like they're they aren't good. It's because of the work that's required behind it. So the packaging, the inventory, the shipping, the returns or complaints. And the social media, the emails, customer service, all of that comes into play more than just the dollar. So it's like they all kind of fade out after I give it a year or two years mm-hmm. max. And then they, they go back to whatever they want were doing prior to. So I definitely saw a change in revenue. And I think that comes across the board for most beauty and especially hair brands that they see that change. Unless you're a stylist, then you have that kind of arm to to flex out to get them to purchase because you're doing their did hair. Did you
2: ever get to a point where you see it happen? Because it seemed like, especially in Atlanta, I mean, yeah, everybody. Went, I'm talking about <laughs> in the mall, like and I see kiosks popping up with hair and my mm-hmm. friends like are yeah. doing I'm like, you're selling hair, bro? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was real. So did, did you ever, I think uh, a lot of entrepreneurs go through it you get that sense, like, yo, it's all coming down. It's over. Did you ever feel that?
0: You know what? There was a one point, if I, like, just to be honest, there was one point where our vendor really crapped on our face. Um, the money was coming in too fast. So, in order for them to keep more money, they actually switched out the quality of our product and kept our prices the same. Mm. So, we obviously were thinking, like, okay, No one complaint we never got complaints that was like our known thing like they have really like no complaints but we did have a vendor we don't have them anymore Mm -hmm. (laughs) but we had a vendor that was getting greedy and actually gave us a lower classification hair than what we typically purchase kept our prices high so that so that they can make more money. Mm-hmm. The only way we figured it out that it was bad was when I put it in my head mm. because we never had any complaints. So we're like, who are these people complaining? like right. that? We, they're not telling the truth. Until so I put it in. I was like, yo, what is this in my head? Mm. <laughs> and um, that actually did cause a damper. I will tell you that that definitely um, hit. And that's when all of like the negative reviews would come in during that one specific time period. Wow. And that was kind of like that moment like, oh my gosh, how do you bounce back from that? because I'm a person of integrity. So I'm not going to tell you that I have something that's the best and then
4: sell you some yeah. some crap. So how did you, what, what did you do to redeem yourself with I, your customer?
0: Um, well, first thing, I had to go find a new vendor. Mm-hmm. So I, um, instead of going online and searching and asking for samples, um, I went across the world mm-hmm. to go find my next vendor and build a relationship. And I knew exactly what I was looking for. Yeah. So I kept the quality of the hair that I've always had. And I kept that in my backpack, a few of them, so that when we went to go visit these manufacturers and factories, this is what we're looking for. And then we asked them to show us an exact replication of that. And some of them would give us like, you can take this home and try it out. But that's what I did. And then after that, it's just you take ownership of it. So people that experienced a bad product, we just say we want to make this right. We either refund them or we replace them. Mm-hmm. And that's really what we had to do until that kick in started coming back. Yeah. But it was a tough time for wow. sure.
2: How would you go through emotionally? I mean, this is a baby that you build. Oh, or did it not affect you?
0: I mean it it affected me to the point because I brought in my family. Mm-hmm. So I ended up hiring my sister, I ended up hiring my brother, because obviously I still wasn't working other yeah. jobs. And so I was thinking about like their future. My sister, she's married, my brother, mm-hmm. young bachelor or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I really was thinking about their finances more than like myself. So mm-hmm. I was just more concerned for them. And then I, like I said, I'm a person of integrity. So I was concerned about the quality that, you know, people are like women when they want their hair done, like mm-hmm. you're getting dressed up for your man mm-hmm. or um, you're having a special occasion, your wedding, there was yeah. a, the brides. or ordering stuff mm. like you don't want to mess up a special moment yeah. yeah and they're spending and i'm not charging cheap for All it right. so um it just that's kind of tugged at me a little bit but we fixed it and made it
4: right but it definitely was a period of time that really was on my heart for sure wow and you mentioned in, uh you brought your mom in to help in yeah. the shipping mm-hmm. department and now we're hearing that you your your immediate family is just in this is a family business oh yeah for sure tell me tell us how how's it working with your siblings and your mom? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay, so my mother did a wonderful job. Oh, I have a father
0: too, they're married. <laughs> Let me be clear. Dad is dad is dad. Dad mm-hmm. is kinda of doing his own world. But um, my mother did a good job in raising the three of us as a family unit and being supportive of each other. So I actually love working with my sister. I love working with my brother. They all do different things. So my sister is the one that's focusing on emails and and the phone. So that was another thing that made us different. We had a phone line so you could talk to a real person. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to get rid of the phone line forever, but... My mother says people use it and they call, so we keep it. But uh, (laughs) my sister handles that. My brother handles like all the labeling. So the inventory that we get and how it's sent out is not the same. Mm -hmm. We get it in one sort of way. Then we put our Sassy Metro, you know, packaging and labeling and all of that on it. And then it's shipped. So he handles all of that. I typically handle all of like the marketing, relationship building and bringing the people, which I have been doing
4: since day one. What's the toughest decision that you've had to make? when it comes to your family, working with you? Like, have you ever had to terminate someone? No, Slap anybody. No,
0: I don't <laughs> have to slap anyone. But honestly, telling my mother to do something that she didn't agree with. That's mm. the toughest thing. It's still your mom, because that's my mother. Yeah. yeah. Like what? What with, with um, she
4: may not have agreed with.
0: Like the way a situation, like if a, a customer has a particular situation and she doesn't agree with, you know, how is she, how, what they say should be done and I agree with the customer, and then I, I tell her to change Never. it. Yeah, yeah, that's hard.
2: Have you ever yeah. had to hit her with the, um, at the end of the day, it's my company. No, that, no, no.
0: That she's, that? Not, she's, she's not playing. She's, <laughs> um, she's mom. So yeah. I, I definitely am respectful to her. But it, it is t- tough to have that conversation with, your parent, especially a parent that you respect. Mm-hmm. So I respect her so much. She's done so much for me. She's the reason that I'm able to move like I want to start other businesses and ventures because I don't have to keep my eyes and eye, eyes and hands and mind mm-hmm. on my business. She
4: mm-hmm. just. She just does it for me. So you're running a multi-million dollar business. Right. You've got family involved, but yeah. do you have a large team outside of family or is it just nope. the four of you who are making the happen? It's just us. It's been wow. like that for 10 years. Wow. Mm. Wow. No assistants, no VAs. Mm-mm. Just you and your family. Yep.
0: Everyone just focuses on their one role. Like my sister doesn't ship. She wouldn't ship. She only answers inquiries and calls. My brother, he would not ship. He would only package my mother. She would ship, but she would not package. Mm. She would. And neither one of them would do marketing. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't touch social
4: media. And yeah. so that's your role. That's
0: my role. Everyone okay. just stays in their lane all day. So that's, that's your awesome. system. That's you it. Have
4: a, you have a flow. Yeah. That no, it's like an assembly line. Pretty much.
2: So how, how is the beauty industry changed? And what, would you advise somebody who is just thinking about getting into the beauty industry what type of advice would you
4: yeah.
2: tell them on how to move because right now I mean I guess we're not in the day and age of flyering really
0: flyering
2: you know I mean? mm-hmm.
0: yeah I mean it's COVID Yeah, but okay
2: without COVID just yeah. in, in this you think that strategy would still work mm-hmm.
0: I think if you did, it would have to be something very unique. Probably, probably not. I think maybe it's been overwhelmed with the concert series yeah. that people put yeah, in your cars sure. at you know churches and stuff. Yeah. So possibly not. But I can to answer your question: the beauty industry is very much evolving. So more than hair care, there's now accessories. There's mm-hmm. the frontals. There's the wigs. There's mm-hmm. the um, glue. There's the um, wig grips. Mm-hmm. It's evolving to being more than just hair. Now it's like accessories that go with it that mm-hmm. make. Your look, a complete look. Um, my advice for someone that is just starting. Let me think. Have a quality product first. Definitely test out what you have. A lot of people just feel it and they think like, oh, this is fantastic. No, be willing to give away free product to an honest person so that they can tell you if this is worth all of your dollars. Mm. And when you're testing it, I I, I mean more than just curling, but color it, press Mm -hmm. it, wash it, wear it. So give yourself time to test your product and don't be so in a rush to start making money because Mm -hmm. you're going to be refunding and they're going to close the doors. And when I say they people are going to close their doors on you so quickly if you just rush the process and you don't know your product. Mm -hmm. I did spend time understanding my product so I could tell if a person was lying Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I knew it.
4: Yeah. Have you felt pressured to like keep up with the new trends that's happening in the hair industry? Like Mm -hmm. have you adjusted your product line and what you offer to keep up?
0: Well, I started I didn't offer frontals and now I do. So I would just say, yeah, you definitely have to stay in trend because people are going to start demanding it. Mm-hmm. So even if I didn't offer it, people will still ask, even though it's not on the site. Hey, I didn't see it on your site, but do you, do you have, you have yeah. X, Y and Z? And that's kind of something I learned when I first offered shampoo and conditioner. Um, people always were asking, like, where can I get shampoo and conditioner? Where can I get shampoo and conditioner? What should I use for this hair? I don't want to damage it. This is some, you know, a lot of money I'm spending. and that realize, you know, Bianca, why don't you sell exactly what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And then you can increase the value of your customer every time they come. I ended up getting rid of shampoo and conditioner because I got sick of pouring it. But that's neither here nor there. I just mm-hmm. give a recommendation. But that was something that, yeah, to answer your question, I did consider other options. Okay, based you, on that? you
2: eventually like transitioned over to coaching. Yeah, right? was, I love Recent, it. Recently, because I remember you calling me. I think <laughs> like you were asking me some questions about it. Cause we we I saw you at um where were we was that uh, Atlantic Station what's that restaurant
4: Yard House
2: Yard House I saw you at Yard House you're with somebody How long ago was that This was a few years ago Okay cool This is before Social Proof like I just hadn't seen you in a while and he was okay. like yo You said you're you're speaking and coaching I said yeah you're like I want I ask do you remember some, now yo. yes yeah. and I was
0: like I've been thinking about it I uh, who was I sitting with was it Raymond I don't know It might have been like, I don't know I feel like it was Bismo but I can't remember who I was sitting with. But yeah, I did. I remember asking, mm-hmm. like, I wanted to get into coaching, but I wasn't quite sure how to do it because I had no structure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I honestly have always not had the structure that, you know, we have now, the resources yeah. and the people. I didn't well, have I it.
2: still don't have any structure.
0: No, so. You have structure. Look at this.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it would appear that way. <laughs> You're doing right? a job. <laughs>
0: You're doing a fantastic job. For sure. So what,
2: what made you want to get into coaching?
0: Well, my passion is education. So I've always found myself being a person that was always offering advice to people and they would come to me and they would ask me questions. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yo, you know, how can I turn this into something like what is this called? And I honestly wanted to like drive away from the word coach because I saw it was so disrespected. With the amount of people that really denoted themselves as a coach, but have no experience in what they're coaching in, mm-hmm. or have seen the results, so I felt like I would be a fraud by calling myself a coach. So then I said, "Well, why don't I call myself a strategist?" You know what
2: set you apart, though? <laughs> you actually built the business. I know, <laughs> I know, but there's
0: people making bank, and they
2: did not. That's the have whole fact. Mm-hmm. So yeah, sad.
0: they didn't have that that mm. backing. So I did. I, I wanted to. Become a coach because I knew that I wanted to help people make more money, either have more time, whatever they wanted for their lives. Because I knew that more than just hair, just starting my own thing Mm -hmm. and really keeping at it allowed me to not only have my sister quit her corporate job and me being able to pay her more or having an angle for my brother who has been an athlete since he was like five mm. and then he had um, went to minor leagues. That didn't work out. So now he's just at a standpoint, like, you know, what do I do next? Mm-hmm. And I was able to pull him into a position and, and then myself, it allowed mm. me to start ladies who brunch Atlanta and yeah. it allowed me to go into my coaching it allowed me to transition into actually like long bonnets that I invented mm-hmm. I couldn't do that without having that actual backing of a business and mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to offer that to other people you said
2: long bonnets that you invented
0: yeah I invented a bonnet what that you, you have like a patent for it's patent pending I'm waiting I've been waiting for five years <laughs> now do we is that the bonnet that we see on the market that's it's like two. for braids yep and, and twists it's a two in bonnet? one yeah it's a long satin bonnet it's two in one so this let me google it <laughs> Okay, I'll let you Google it. A long bonnet. It's called sassyhaircap.com. dot com. That's
4: the whole U.
2: Sassy Hair HairCap cap.
4: dot com. What was the motivation behind you inventing that? I
0: was wearing weave. I was wearing long hair, and I didn't have any way to sleep on it. On it will just come yeah. right off. The bonnet, like the bonnets that I saw at Walmart or Target were too tiny because I was wearing 22 inches. Yeah. (laughs) So you need like two. I needed a long, (laughs) yeah, I needed a long bonnet and I couldn't find one on the market that was satin. And I literally looked, Mm -hmm. couldn't find it. And I decided, why don't I invent this? Mm -hmm. And uh, I had an idea, I had a pattern in mind, found a seamstress. She made the pattern. Then I actually flew to Las Vegas with Kellen Derrick. Shout out to all his success. Mm -hmm. He and I flew to Las Vegas to a hair show out there, and I um, had a business card, and I literally was out there only to find someone to make my bonnet, and that's where I met my manufacturer. It
2: seems like here we are. No one like seems like nobody thought it about this before you, huh? That's crazy.
4: You think about it when you need it. Yeah, absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. So you've got this patent pending product. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that people don't even know that you're the face of. Necessarily.
0: No, I honestly need to yeah, put my face. I need, I need to put my face on that website. I haven't. That's really my fault.
4: Are you still the face of Sassy Mitchell? I
0: am, and I was so scared and shy to be that person. I never wanted it. Like my, this was a mother moment. My mother wanted me to have my face on my labels, mm-hmm. and I said, <laughs> "For what? No." But she wanted it, and it became like. You know you have something legit. It's like having a, a Nike shoe or a Jordan shoe. Mm. You know you got the legit if, if the dunk man looks like what he needs to look All like. Right, so right. people used to take pictures of my face and say they got their Sassy Metro bundle because of the pink strip that was on it. Yeah. So it became a part of the marketing for it. But I originally
4: never wanted my face on my packaging. So you've got the hair. I got the hair, yep. You have the long bonnet. Yep. You're coaching. I am. What else are you doing? Teaching. Teaching. You're teaching. Yeah. See, you're but, uh, a superwoman. You're 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 out here like serial entrepreneur for real. Mm-hmm. What lane do you coach in? Because your your DMs are likely gonna <laughs> blow up. Like who's your who's your market? My
0: market is a beauty, specifically um, hair care, hair, virgin hair extensions, wellness, and skin
4: care. So, male barbers, can they come to you if, if they have a product? If they
0: have a product, they can. Okay. Yes. I'm here for beauty products, but specifically wellness, skincare, hair care, and then hair extension. I love it.
4: I love it. And so they can obviously reach you right on your Instagram page, which we'll make sure is captioned for sure. And so how do you find the time? Are you coaching one on one? Is this? Yeah, I am.
0: um, I have to fit one one on one kind of what works for me because I I do work during the day. So I'm teaching during the day. I want to go to the gym. So if I decide I'm going to do some one-on-ones, I open them up. But really, I like group coaching better. So mm-hmm. I have an accelerator group all about products promoting and profiting off of your beauty products. Mm-hmm. And that's what I transition people in. And I have a waitlist for right now. So I
4: saw I that. And that's that. Yeah. I, see I saw <laughs> Bianca talking about this accelerator program. And I thought that this is this is amazing mm-hmm. um, because you're really helping women who everybody wants to sell hair. Everybody wants to be in the beauty beauty industry and do the glam and they want to have the right. Bianca-like photos, the Ming photos and look super glamorous um, and, and you're helping. Like, mm-hmm. you're basically training your potential competition.
0: I am. It's, and that's so funny. Um, I was actually just thinking to myself and I was like, you know, Bianca, you're creating your competition. And then I was like, I was okay with that. Mm-hmm. So here we are. I'm, I'm reaching 10 years, but at the 10-year mm-hmm. mark, either you rock with me or you don't. Either you're, <laughs> you're my customer or you're not. Yeah. So it's like 10 year mark, Bianca, what do you want to do? It's been 10 years of you stepping foot and out here hustling hair. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do next? I want, I know for myself, I'm getting older. I'm going to want to have a family. I'm going to want to be married. I need to have something where I'm not so involved and Mm -hmm. I can step away and the money will still, still be here. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways for that to happen is for me to teach, coach, help other people do the same that I've already done. Cause I'm already the OG.
3: So. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to The Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts.
0: Sure. Like resume is stupid. <laughs> yeah, <100%. So> hundred <laughs> percent. Resume is crazy. As these people that come <laughs> yeah.
2: to you in coaching, like, because there is yeah. somebody watching it that's saying, "I want to be in business." Yeah. What is the number one thing or the the top things that you see? That entrepreneurs do when they get it wrong. What
0: do they do wrong yeah. normally? Their website is wrong. Really? Oh, yeah.
2: Is that a major component?
0: I mean, it's, okay, if, you, if have, you have the rank,
2: like, okay, let me give you three things. Okay. What would you name that you see most common? The, the presence, meaning website, look, all that kind of okay. stuff is wrong. They don't have the mindset of an entrepreneur, or they, um, they, they just don't understand um, business.
0: That's my ranking.
2: Yeah. Which would you say is like the, the number one thing that you realize when when clients come yeah. in?
0: Yeah. Um. I think I think is it's not even either one of those. But I want to stay within what you gave mm-hmm. me. It's it is the mindset to me mm-hmm. of an entrepreneur, and when I think of like the commitment level of we see. People making five figures, 10 figures, seven figures and so forth. But we don't see like when they didn't make the money. Mm-hmm. So we're now training people to see if I enter this market, I'm instantly going to see this money. And it is kind of disheartening. And it's it hurts them when they don't Hold see on a is this fly. In? Is kill me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, my goodness. OK. Right. Well, you're I certainly sh-
0: not going to kill it like I th- that. I think I hit it, though. <laughs> I don't know if you did. it. I, I think, think you tapped it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, God, I, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. A lot of them don't have the commitment to know that it doesn't happen right away. Mm-hmm. So I think it's the, the mindset thing. We need to teach the, the entrepreneur mindset is we're going to keep
4: working when it's not working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would say. Let's let's be a little bit more specific. So you originally were going to say like their website. Yeah. What about the website do you notice right away that says, you know what, this person isn't set up to be successful? I don't, well, I won't even say they're not set
0: up. They're just not coached right to be successful. They're okay. not told the right things. So, uh, for example, I didn't even know. I was on WordPress. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Why are, are you there? Mm-hmm. But I didn't know any better. So it, I won't even say it's a lack of, oh, they're just not serious. They just don't know. And there's no one to tell them that that is the improper step.
2: Right, and, then, and I guess that's when it comes into, they. you had the mindset. Like all the yeah. other stuff was wrong. Yeah, had the mindset. I had
0: the mindset of, of sticking it out. Like yeah. I'm, I'm walking over my own flyers. I'm not picking them back up because they're dirty. But <laughs> the mindset is, I, I remember a young lady. Um, she came to me. I gave her flyers. She looked at it like I already buy hair from someone, and I was like, she's gonna become my client. And why did she become my client? Mm. Literally that same year, and I never forgot her face because it was kind of hurtful to see somebody toot their nose at your stuff. At your stuff. Yeah. yeah, they're like, no. She became my client and then she became a consistent client at that. Mm -hmm. So like that mindset of knowing like if you don't rock with me right now, that's okay, because I know you're going to rock with me because I'm going to make some noise and you'll, you'll be coming and you'll be paying me.
2: For sure. I'm mm-hmm. not
0: discounting it. And
2: what makes you such an awesome coach?
0: I have experience. Um, yeah. I think more than that, I, I operate in excellence. I'm a person that has integrity. Uh, I, I put my own stuff, what I'm telling you I'm doing, and I show my receipts. I used to want to shy away from showing income. I used to want to shy away from showing success. But I realized there's so many people telling themselves that they're this and they're not. Mm-hmm. But they have so much confidence that people buy into it. And I was like, you know, Bianca, why can't you show up with that same level of confidence and also show the level of success that you've done Mm -hmm. so that makes me different is because i have the receipts i operate in integrity and i'm going to operate in excellence what i do and what i tell you it's it happens and it works
2: i want to do some fire i want to do some fire coaching real quick okay Uh fire coaching
0: let's see what is the question i am a
2: um I am a 23 year old woman. Mm-hmm. I um I'm selling lip gloss. Go and get them? No. Oh, yeah. Okay. I am a 23 year old woman. I am selling lip gloss. Okay. I am selling um, 20 lip glosses a week right now. So I'm 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 getting some traction, mm-hmm. but I need to take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Coach me. You
0: need to take it to the next level. So you're tw- where are you trying to go?
2: I wanna, I wanna like, I wanna make a hundred thousand dollars a year.
0: What are you making so, right now within this week?
2: So I make twenty a week. I sell them for ten dollars. How much you lip loss? Ten dollars.
0: Like, it depends. Five
2: dollars. Five dollars. All right. So I'm making a hundred dollars a week, okay? And I wanna make a hundred thousand dollars a year.
0: Okay. Well, we'll have to scale back on the hundred thousand dollars a year. And... Why? I'm
2: gonna be I six figures. <laughs>
3: you know if you saying? make a
0: hundred dollars a week, you're gonna make four hundred dollars a month if you keep that same progression. Mm. So how, like that? We gotta kind of let's make our first style.
2: Mm. so you take them to that next level oh like, yeah I'll bring take, them, bring like, let's, to- i
0: want to do something that is reachable because once we have that confidence like oh snap this is actually working right. we can go to the next level so if you're making a hundred dollars now let's make our first thousand mm. and then okay let's go ahead and make our first five thousand all right now we made 5k let's go ahead and make our, our 10k so you just kind of have to work in steps so that you stay encouraged and motivated mm-hmm. to keep going. Because for $100 to 100 k
4: you're going to quit. I give you two, three months, you're out. Mm. So are you working with uh, aspiring beauty industry professionals who have no no skill whatsoever in the industry, no experience? Or do you want them to come with level of experience.
0: I just want them to come with a product that absolutely you already know is going to sell because you've sold it before. Mm -hmm. So you don't necessarily have to have a ton of like revenue and money coming in, but you know it's a product that people actually love. Because I can't make people love something that is not lovable. Like it doesn't work. It doesn't
4: give any type of result.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, So all I ask is that it's something that you've sold before
4: Mm -hmm. that worked. Okay. What advice would you give someone who says you know what? I have a love for makeup. I love hair. Mm -hmm. I love lash. I love microblading. I just love the beauty industry. I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a princess, and I just want to do something in this industry. Don't forget
2: the. Um, I'm gifted in all of them.
4: I'm gifted, <laughs> and I can do. <laughs> listen, I can do all of them, right? Because I, there are people who, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a general business coach, and so mm-hmm. I, I turn away um, clients now who are in the beauty industry because it's just. It was one of the harder, I'm sorry, it was one of the harder things for me to help someone do because what I've learned in the beauty industry, I did have a client this year and I had a client this year who uh, we ended up, parting ways because um, she felt like she had a couple hundred, she had maybe a hundred followers on her personal Instagram. Sure. She had a brand new business page that, you know, didn't really have any followers either, or maybe it was a hundred followers on her business, but I think she had like 600 or 800 on her personal page mm-hmm. and she was selling hair Okay. Uh, extensions, frontals, wanting to do wigs. And I would tell her, hey, listen, you know, if you don't have the budget to invest in marketing, then we're really going to have to go hard in organic outreach. Right. And let's start, you know, you're not posting anything on social media. Nobody knows that you own this business. And she was really struggling with being comfortable promoting her business on her personal page. Mm-hmm. So then she just would, you know, I would say, you got to post, you have to post or don't show up to the next session because I can't, I can't help you if we're not marketing to anybody and we don't have an ad budget, right? And she'd come back and she'd have her post on her page with a hundred people. And I'm like, it doesn't make sense to do that. You have 800 people here, a hundred people there, but you won't maximize and juice this page for what you can get from it Mm -hmm. because people were trickling in orders. And, you know, we just had a conversation one day and she's like, listen, you're going to force me to post about this hair. And I don't want to do that. I'm not comfortable doing that. And I'm like, I don't, wh- what do you think is going to happen here? Like, how do you think we're going to sell here? <laughs> right. Right. Well, what would you say to someone? What advice would you have given her that maybe I might have missed the mark on?
0: I don't. You didn't mm-hmm. miss the mark. I want to understand what's, why are you running from that
4: page? Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, why you have 800, the, like, pretty much the roadmap. What do you want to achieve right here? So we're talking, you booked this call, you booked this time with me because you want to get somewhere. You need mm-hmm. some level of support. If she says she wants to get X amount of dollars, how do you think you're going to get there on a page that has 100 followers versus 800? Right. What do right. you think makes the most sense? Yeah.
4: And I, I I wanted to help her so badly. Yeah. Because she came as a referral through one of my elementary childhood friends. Yeah. And when we initially did the consultation, I said, Hey, this is this was this was a this was a reminder. Like I already know, Donnie, stay in your lane, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but what happened was she contacted me and we did the call, and I'm like, Listen, this is not my industry. However, uh, what I do know is that you're looking for more e-commerce and you need a Shopify site. I have a perfect person for you and I referred her elsewhere. She called me back and she's like eh, I'm not really feeling that person's style. I trust you. Can you please help me? And I'm like, okay, I tell you what, we'll give this a go. I'll, I'll give you 90 days until we get up and running. And then we'll find you a coach specific to this industry. Right. But I could not, you know, getting her to post was like torture. And I'm like, I, I can't, I, I don't yeah. know what to tell you. Yeah, was, yeah she needs a, to, like a mindset coach.
2: I was talking to uh, G. Bryant one day, this was years ago, and I it, it, it stuck with me. He said, people on social media, they'd rather look pretty than make money. Mm. Like yeah. they'd rather page be you know selfies and lifestyle then actually promote their business and make money like most people would probably look at you passing out flyers like nah I ain't doing that I'm the boss I'm the CEO and Mm -hmm. I gotta I gotta give this certain look but you like yo y'all need this hair Mm -hmm. right so there's a lot of people who um, I feel like they gotta make a decision like, are you going to give up, give up this persona that you're trying to put on? Or are you going to go get this bag? Yeah. Are you going to go build mm-hmm. the business? Do you ever struggle with that with your clients?
0: No. I no. only attract people that want to make money. Mm-hmm. That's because my messaging is clear. Mm-hmm. I, I tell them I do this. I work hard. I have that expectation. So I don't attract people that aren't serious. And most of them, they kind of, after I talk to them, they'll they'll know. Yeah. So if you ask me what's the price, then you're not for me not yet. the client. Yeah.
2: Why? Explain it.
0: Because I am only—I only want people that are seeking value. And when someone shops by price, they are automatically kind of prepping themselves to say no because it's not worth it to them. Mm. So I need someone that's saying, you know, I don't care how much the price is. I know you're valuable. I know yeah. that you can help me. Look, I, I might not have the full price right now, but can I put a deposit down? Mm-hmm. I'd rather someone ask me, mm-hmm. do you have like an installment payment plans so rather yeah. than ask me "What? how much does this cost? Mm-hmm. Because you're automatically giving yourself permission to say no, because you already have in your head how much you can say yes to. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that.
2: What would you say your biggest challenge is?
0: Showing up on my personal page. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but outside of business or okay. personal, whatever. Like, Yeah. Something that you you struggle with that you're looking to improve on because so people think that you know coaches are indestructible right now. One thing that I'm really going on a journey right now is um, is tapping into my emotion and feelings because I'm, mm. I'm really really nonchalant and things don't bother me and people may think it's a it's an act but really things don't bother me and my question is yo should things bother me like am I yeah. not in
0: touch feel? so and that
2: that's something that I'm really struggling with I'm actually shout out to my man Steve Canal. He said, um, he said, uh, never mind. I can't say it because like, I told you first, he said, I need a therapist. I definitely I, yeah. I told but you But when that. he said okay. it, it, it made it realer, oh but that's gosh. my, that's my, <laughs> <laughs> so that that's my struggle. So yeah. you as a, whether it's personal business, yeah. what is, it's, what is something that you are, you know, looking to overcome now?
0: Well, personally, I am looking to become more vulnerable, mm-hmm. um, but, I can say I kind of have that attitude, like really laid back, um, really chill, just how people describe me. Mm -hmm. And it can come off as though I just don't care. Mm -hmm. Uh, And also, I don't know, Mari um, Woodard, Mm -hmm. he this has he mentioned something about business. And like when people write you, you either meet them with that same energy or you exceed it. Yeah, and I translated that even to my personal life when I reach when friends reach out to me or family reaches out to me I don't want to seem so short and like hey what's up what do you need like I I want to exceed the energy that they give me so Mm -hmm. that they feel comfortable to continue communicating with me and wanting me around Mm -hmm. so with me I'm working on vulnerability and also availability I can't talk availability there we go availability I'm working on being more available and present and not in my phone because my friends will be Ugh. like, is she over there working? Mm-hmm. What did we just talk about today? <laughs> and I, we, we, we filmed
4: another uh, episode earlier this this morning and I was I mentioned the fact that uh, one of my goals this year was really to be intentional about my relationships right? Yeah. Um, because I I have become the friend that is just so focused on mm-hmm. reaching goals that I have failed to show up sometimes or a lot of times in friendship. I can't do the brunches. I can't take the girls trips and you know all these things because I'd rather be working. But then you realize at some point that you're missing memories and you're missing yeah. you know out on time so, I, I decided to be really intentional, but then I had to ask myself you know, I thought it was good enough to just show up and be there. So, I'm at the brunch and I'm checking email yeah. and I'm looking at Stripe, mm-hmm. you know, notifications that come through and oh, what they buy. Let me see what's going on. And now it's just like, I literally, like, what do I do with my phone so that I don't touch it? And I'm like sitting on it and yeah. doing all this. <laughs> like, I
0: can, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can go, I can relate to that. And but I would get be even worse. Like I would travel with the computer. Me too. And everything mm. else would be with me. And I'm over here. It's so funny. Hey. I think we have Christmas videos. Um, my homegirls all twerking and dancing around me, and I'm like tapping away at this computer. <laughs> and they're just like hee hee ha ha
4: holiday t- season. And I'm just like I gotta finish this last. And it email. feels so bad because they try not to complain until they just really have had enough. Yeah, they're
0: like they'll start taking your stuff. If, if y'all are tight enough, they will give me that.
4: Mm-hmm. Give yeah. me that.
0: Yeah. And um, that's kind of have gotten to the point that that's something I want to work with. I want to work on being more vulnerable, having feelings, being more emotional and showing not the I don't know, I guess that alpha side of when you start running your own business, you mm-hmm. have to just have this sort of structure. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just like, be feminine, mm-hmm. be more feminine um, with your um, conversations and how you handle things. Very elegant.
2: Are you so, I to, are I, you, I'm sorry. Just in that lane. Are you, do you think you're hard to date? That's what I was about to ask. Do I think
0: mm. I'm hard to date? No. I don't think I'm hard to date, but I think men, and I might be wrong, gentlemen, but I feel as though they get intimidated and don't know how to approach me mm-hmm. because they just, I don't know what they think. They just don't know how to approach me. Mm-hmm. Or they don't know if I'll be interested in a guy like them or if that makes any sense. Like, when you're
4: meeting guys, yeah, you're a single woman. I, I am. Okay.
2: Are you accepting DMs right
4: now? <laughs> Is the, is the DM? The DM. You are accepting the DM? the DM is open. The <laughs> okay. Is open. Okay, I like it. I would never be that bold to say the DMs are open because you just
2: like not answer the questions.
4: No, it's just I rarely respond to like per- it. Just makes me so nervous. Oh, I respond right? to everybody. What's a good, what's I, a good I approach to though? Business stuff, but but before we get there, I want to know. um do you lead? So you meet a guy yep. and you're kind of interested sure. and they say, well, what do you do? Do you lead with the fact that you're a teacher or a, a multi-million dollar CEO? <laughs> I lead with the teacher. <laughs> I'm in education.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, literally, I lead with that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, really? Okay, that's cool. How long have you been teaching? Oh, I've been teaching like seven years. Oh, yeah, that's nice. You say, what grade do you teach? I, I literally, I keep it there. Because I just don't want them to come with like, I don't want intimidation to yeah. come in. I don't want them to feel like they're not enough because there was a gentleman many, many years ago that felt intimidated. He didn't even shoot a real shot. But mm-hmm. he was just like, I don't know if I can make you happy. And mm-hmm. I didn't give him a reason to feel like that. So I don't want a man to feel like he cannot do for me because you do so much for
4: yourself. Like what can I do when I was actively dating, um, the DM thing, it just, it makes me nervous because it's like, um, I'm super shy, like in real life. But when I'm on stage, when I'm in this setting, like I'm on right but like me in a one-on-one setting. And so when people come into my DMs and you're just like not interested or they've turned you off, it's like, okay, so where do we go from here? Do I have to like hide from this guy online? And, you know, ugh. and then yeah. it's also, you know, when you, when you have people who are approaching you online, like I remember when I would respond and it's just something about the ass. It's something about, can we exchange numbers now? And I'm like, damn, I, everything was fine until you asked for my
0: number. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah,
4: I just I just clam up. I'm so awkward in a one-on-one setting until I'm not. Like, um, I'm awkward in a one-on-one setting until I'm not. I, I work well in different, you know, other scenarios. But you never know what to lead with because you, as women who have something go- going on, you... You don't want to be, you know, too overly successful or too aggressive or too A-type. So, you know, at one point you find yourself kind of like dumbing it down just a little bit, not really talking about it, but then that just creates problems on the back end. Mm So how are you how are you balancing being CEO and dateable? That's is it awkward for you too?
3: not yeah.
2: balancing it? Is it not? not. Is it balancing
3: you not, it, not, job. not
4: yeah, <laughs> right I don't think I'm doing a good job. Yeah. <laughs> but you want love. You want- Absolutely.
0: That, that's the reason why I said I'm going into my 10th year that I, I want to coach other people because I think about my children so much that they're not even here. Like I know I'm going to have a daughter.
4: Mm-hmm. She's
0: already talked to me. That's so weird, but it is. Yeah. And um, I'm just so prepared for that next step that I don't want to be so into my business that my family suffers. Because family is a value of mine. Always has been. And I, I want a family. Mm-hmm. Like I want a, the marriage unit. I want the family.
4: I'm with it all in. Mm-hmm. So what if someone yeah. comes in and they're equally successful and they say, listen, Bianca, I just I want to take care of you. And I'm looking for a woman who is a leader, but I don't want you out there hustling, you know, in business. It's time to let that go. I'll consider it. You will. You're at that point. I'll tell you. I mean, is that a conversation, guys? We have? Oh, my
0: God, it's happening. I'll have the conversation because I want to know what does that mean I'm doing with my time? So Mm -hmm. where does my time now go? So I'll consider the conversation and then we'll see if I have to kind of negotiate that on or
4: be like, okay, let's do it. I had someone tell me um, I I want to I want to see you be successful and have your own money, but I don't want you to make more than this, because that means that you're doing too much work and you're not going to be focused on us. Mm. Mm. That sounds That's at, controlling. On, on, well,
2: on the surface, it sounds bad, but I think the way he said it is a little insensitive, but I get the notion. I get
4: the intent behind it, right? Yeah. They, they want you to be available. Like on one hand, it's a man who says, you know what? you've been working this hard because you have to work this hard. Mm -hmm. And it just turned out to be something that became uber successful uh, for you. Um, Mm. Some of us, though, are extremely passionate and driven. I believe I was born to be an entrepreneur. So it's a little off-putting to hear someone say, I want you to be successful, but let's cap it here Mm. because I got us on the other end. On one hand, it's a little off-putting, but uh, on the other hand, should I see it as like, oh, that's sweet. Somebody wants to provide. And and he, (laughs) he
2: wants, you know... To, to like spend energy focusing on the relationship. But mm-hmm. I wanna I wanna want give maybe some practical steps, okay? Mm-hmm. What is the best way to like shoot their shot in your DM? Like oh what is the right gosh, way to I do it? I want something practical. Uh, just so, if there's some people like out here taking notes.
4: Yeah. Successful I don't know, woman. The, the, what what approach do you like in
0: the DM? I love gentlemen. I'm mm-hmm. a sucker for the sweet guys. Mm. Not too soft where they are emotional and they're crying all the time. But
2: give me an example. I, Give me like an somebody of something, that, something like some something someone cry said. A crybaby,
0: like a crybaby man. No, like, like, like
4: some. A baby no. Baby. no. Oh, okay. can, give
2: me an example of something somebody said and he was like.
4: Uh, it caught uh, your attention, why? like a theme that you're going to respond to.
2: And you already went to his profile. And if I went to his profile, checked him out, yeah. it,
0: like a Hello Beautiful, I, I would respond to that. If I checked your profile
4: out and everything looks good, I'd be like, oh, hey, how Do are you? Wait. Mm. Hello Beautiful hits different depending on who it comes from. Right. <laughs> it, <laughs> it does. It does. That's why I said I have to check the profile yeah. first. Yes. Yes, I have yes, to yes, check yes. the
0: profile first. Let mm-hmm. me kind of scroll and I'm going to go down. I'm mm-hmm. going to go down to 2015, mm-hmm. 2012. I'm going to go. But a Hello Beautiful is, I'll respond. If I think okay, I'm probably gonna say, "Hey, what's up? How are you? Mm. How soon
4: after the 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 first exchange are you open to like meeting in person? It's not real soon. It's not soon at all. I need to consistently speak to Yo, you for almost be so many hello,
3: beautiful Z and D. Beautiful,
0: it <laughs> hey, beautiful. I wanted to be different. Hi, stunning. Oh my gosh! It's gonna. It has to be almost a month of us just communicating. It depends. Like, it depends how I met you. If I met you at a a function, like, let's say, okay, David, you had something, you had a friend there, and I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, you know, he's handsome. Then, I mean, that could probably happen within the same week. We can actually link Mm -hmm. up and and go from there. But if it's just someone I don't know, it's going to probably be about three weeks to a month of us communicating and me kind of understanding
4: what you have going on before i meet you in person are you swipeable? are you on bumble and no Twitter i'm Tinder? not what, what's your what's your type so there's somebody who's like she is beautiful and i'm going straight to her dm <laughs> hey, <beautiful>. but like <laughs> let, let's filter okay the noise a little bit what's your like in a perfect world mm-hmm. what does he look like Ooh. okay <laughs> what, what's his whole type like not just look but tell me about this guy um, all right. So, obviously, I
0: told you he has to be a nice guy. Uh, I want some. I really want someone that is... If you're not an entrepreneur, that's perfectly fine. But you have to have the entrepreneurial spirit. Mm-hmm. So... You gotta it, want more. You gotta want more. Millionaire Conan, mindset. stop being so settled, please. Yeah. Um He doesn't... I don't want him to be settled. Like, we're young. while well, we can still kick it and make it happen. Let's make it happen. I want someone that is looking to be a team player and contributor to me. If he doesn't... But if he wants me... to. Stop, then okay, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it, but I want someone that's like, you know, I see what you're doing, I want to help you grow and enhance it. Or, how can I fit into this? Mm-hmm. And I'm totally willing to bring a, a man or a male into what I'm doing because mm-hmm. I had, I honestly was going to ask on Instagram, like, look, I'm thinking of starting something new, I want a male partner. Mm-hmm. Any men looking to really boom as an entrepreneur, but you're going to have a, a lady as your partner, a woman. So, I, I didn't do
2: What's that the yet. Business? Or, or is um, that a ploy? Is that
6: Deployed? No, is no, that
2: like a. like a photographer. photographer. <laughs> I
3: feel like
0: shooting some models. What are we doing? like. No, I'm not just. I just. I definitely. I haven't really put it all together, but mm. I do have some things I've been thinking about that I think it would work better with a, a man as my partner than a woman. I, I mean, might I'm want not, in, David. No, I'm not she just, I man. might want in, David. I haven't put out there. You gonna have no? You you get the exclusive when it's ready.
4: okay yeah but
3: this is a ploy to find a man so you
0: know
4: (laughs) i
2: decided to go a different way ultimately your type is
4: definitely a value add
0: so oh high high value man value add i want someone that is okay with providing i feel this is probably totally off topic but i feel like men and women are stepping over each other's toes to make sure they're not getting pretty much a representative of another person men are too busy trying to check for not having a gold digger that they miss out on a quality woman because she might have asked for one thing or two things. Oh, you're out. You're only out for money when really? No, she just. Asked And, you know, before Instagram asking, men wanted to do more.
4: Men wanted to do they, more. They
0: did. Like, oh, yeah. you're going to get your nails done here. But now you ask, it's like, oh, you're only after my money because we've been kind of positioned and we see that so much of mm-hmm. women scamming and men scamming too. Let me mm-hmm. keep it both sides. Sure. Um, scamming people. So now we're just all on edge. We don't trust people anymore. Yeah. yeah. Let me give oh, you the steps rough. to
2: success, guys. First off, join her program as a client. Yeah. For sure. Take the stuff that she used and actually grow your business.
4: Hey Beautiful that every day. morning. First, <laughs> hey,
2: beautiful. Absolutely. As mm-hmm. a client, hey beautiful, just want to let you know that I I use what you told me mm-hmm. and I made it extra da. Mm-hmm. Foot in the door. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Foot in the door mm-hmm. right there. For by sure. By the program. Okay, look, man, I I I know we went I, I think we spent half the podcast <laughs> trying to get you fixed up. But uh, <laughs> I think this is a good interview. It was a good interview. I think it's fun. No, I think you really added value to uh, really the entrepreneur who's, you know, regular job and they have an idea and they want to build something. Absolutely. And you didn't let a job stop you. And then you built something. You still kept the job and you're managing mm-hmm. it all. So that is absolutely awesome. So that's um,
4: superwoman.
2: Yeah, I would love for you to um, kind of tell tell the people how they can connect with you and get a party, be a part of your program.
0: Sure. So to connect with me, you can follow me on Instagram. The name of my consulting agency is called More Than Social Co. That is the Instagram. Once Hold on, and I
2: want to let you know that the first <laughs> Social Proof Conference, Yanka pulled it off, and. Um, she's just a, a, an amazing, when I, when I, I, I will say a testimony of her coaching that she is really on top of everything. When I'm not on top of it, like she's like, yo, David, you need to get these speakers to do their video. And I'm like, ah, but they my friend. She's like, no, you need to get it. Yeah. And she's really making it happen. So, um, was that like your first client kind of in coaching? I mean, it, it felt like you were just helping me out and partnering. Yeah. But so, like kinda. I felt like I was a client. So um that's my authentic testimony. I love sorry, it. Yeah. Thank,
0: Thank you. Oh, let me finish. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so Instagram. Goes. More than social dot co is where you can find me. Once you're on there, you'll you'll be in touch with my email and my website. But I prefer everyone to kind of check out and see the strategy and tips and hacks that I offer free of charge mm. on more than social dot co. And then yeah, come talk to me on there.
2: I love it. I love it.
4: You have something big coming up, I, I believe, do. at the top of the year.
0: I do. Mm-hmm. I am having a live event. Ooh. Yes, I am teaching women or men mm-hmm. how to build six-figure hair extension businesses very from, from scratch. It
4: nice is that limited this is a live event this is a
0: live event it is limited because we are in COVID so Mm. it is um, going to be limited I am going to have a virtual option for anyone that wants to join it's five hours it is here in Atlanta to learn more you can go to startyourhaircompany.com mmm
2: I love start it. your hair. I how did it. you
4: get that domain, girl? It was available. Start I don't know how. <laughs> I bought
0: StartYourHairCompany.com and StartYourHairBusiness.com oh, I'm I'm
4: about to pull a David. Let, Let me Let see me, if I can
0: get, get a
2: StartYourSomething.com <laughs> yes, real quick.
4: Start your
0: so- whatever <laughs> <laughs> Y'all buy it.
2: <laughs> that is fun. We're over here like really to break. Let me get start your something real quick. Yes, uh, you
0: should, guys. It makes
2: so much sense. I I want to say that I am super duper proud of. Oh thank you. I really, really am. I remember the days of and you've been this way the like since I met you. Yeah. Right? Like you didn't become more of something, less of something. You have literally been the same Bianca, same approachable, nice. I'm like, yo, Bianca, can I get a table though? Yes, I got you. Let me see. So now, like, yo, Bianca, can you help me with my conference? Yes, I got you. You've been the same person. I really, really admire that. Oh, thank you. Good. Uh, well, I want you to get some some deep words to close this out, okay? But in the meantime, this sponsor, this uh, podcast is sponsored by The Morning Meetup, the only, the only community that meets every single day from Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. A.M. every single morning, Monday through Friday to help start, grow, um, your business and create a community around other like-minded individuals who are trying to take it to the next level. And I am coaching every single day, Monday through Friday. Uh, we have special guests. Donnie is, uh, definitely a regular in there now. Now. Right, right. You're a regular. <laughs> as, of now. as of today. <laughs> as of today. This is <laughs> the second time. She's going to be in there forever. She's locked in. Um, and you know, my whole network, a lot of the people that have been on the social proof podcast have been uh, on the morning meetup. You going to join the morning meetup? I will. I need you to teach. You okay. Definitely need I to need teach. you to teach. Yeah. yeah. I. What
0: about? What about? Not this. Not next week, but the following week after
4: that.
2: I'll get it scheduled. But okay. We have, we have between like 125 and 150 entrepreneurs from all across the country mm-hmm. oh, that, that call awesome. every single morning. Yeah.
4: Oh. Every phenomenal. single
2: morning. That it's is phenomenal. so
4: cool. There. Yeah.
2: Shelf. Yeah. We need you in the building. Okay. I'm there I, there okay. it is. Um. So. Uh. Yes, Donnie.
4: Absolutely. Give us some words. To, are,
2: you, are you thinking of something deep? Think of something deep to close us out with. Uh, Go ahead, okay, Diane. Donnie. <laughs> close
4: us out. So, before I do that, you guys, I am coming to you from uh, SixFigureEDU.com. So you go to David and you get your inspiration, you get ready and really get ingrained with the mindset of becoming an entrepreneur. I don't help beauty industry, so Bianca will be your source for that, but I help you grow your coaching, consulting, and digital services business. So if you want to put together a membership program, group coaching, coaching business, or consulting business, something done for you, done with you, I am your girl. You go to www.sixfigureedu.com. And I wanna highlight something major that seems to be a recurring theme over and over again with all of the guests that we bring on. Um, None of us really did it by ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. Many of us had someone who said, let me show you the way or let me just give you a key. And you mentioned some like major legacy names, like these women that you mentioned, including yourself, will be legacies in this industry and people will be wanting to model after you, like everybody wanted to model after Dudley's and Optimum, you know, hair care lines and things like that. But the Ming's and the Sabrina's and people like that, The overarching theme that I see with a lot of people's success is relationship. And you can choose to not have the relationship and still very well become successful, but that's just seemingly a longer path to it. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you create relationships, treat people well, ask good questions, be a value add, it can literally catapult your success in a tremendous way. Yes, for sure. Yep, sure.
6: Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So, um, Bianca, we need again, thank you so much for uh coming and just uh just being here, being present. And and I I'm sure there's so many people that just like connect with you because you're a real um, I don't know how to explain it but super approachable, yeah. and you make people feel comfortable. You know what I mean? Unlike Donnie, okay? She makes me feel so <laughs> oh uncomfortable Oh, my God. They are going to eat
4: me up just because, listen, his YouTube channel fans, followers, every time he says something like that, yeah, I don't know. She's still here. Oh, my God. Like, why is she? She just treats David so bad. This well, is he's up for it. He likes it. He, I think... I think you like the ratings. I do. Yeah, I think that's what you're going for there, guys. I'm so sweet and nice. She is not like that, David. I am such a sweetheart, but I don't—whatever. I, David, I just want you guys to understand that this is our People relationship. Know I love you, Daddy. This is our I relationship, and Daddy. he just gets a thrill out of throwing me under the bus. But yeah. if that were the truth, I wouldn't be sitting here. Right. <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Okay, close us out. Y- y'all know I love Donnie, right? Okay? Whatever.
4: It's too late.
2: Yeah, but you know what? Here's the thing. So, all right, so I see two different coaching styles here, yeah. right? Okay. So, um, yes, Donnie has like told me some things that hurt my feelings that I needed to know Mm. that not even in like a like if she doesn't like something that I'm doing, she's going to tell me not like, hey, you know what? Maybe you should change that up. She's like, no, what are you talking about? No, we're not doing that. And like sometimes we get to a point where I've built I've built some stuff. And people offer me their suggestions in a, I hope David is going to be okay with my suggestion. But Donnie really gets in me like, yo, this is what you need to do. I mean, I, t- I told her, I, it was like some kind of funnel thing we were doing um that I was putting together. She said, no, that that's not, go- don't do it that way,
5: mm-hmm. right? It
2: wasn't a suggestion. It's like, yo, this is what I believe. And then I implemented it and it worked. And I feel like your coaching style is, um like, because you teach kids, right? Yo, mm-hmm. let's break it down into a... Um, in a way that's more comfortable for you. And I think it's like affected both ways. Mm-hmm. So when I say Donnie doesn't make me, it makes me uncomfortable. It's true, <laughs> but to the point where it pulls me out of my comfort zone.
4: Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So,
2: and sometimes I need somebody like a Bianca to like keep me in my comfort zone and build me up and let me find the right answer. So I, I, I just, I just employ everybody to get a coach and mm-hmm. find somebody that you need in the moment mm-hmm. you need in the moment, right? There might be somebody that's not, they're, they're just getting started and they're going to come to you and say, yo, I need help with this. And we're going to have to pull, um, we're going to have to pull that successful person out of them. Yeah. So that's why I employ everybody like book a session. Do you have discovery calls? I do. Just pull a discovery call. See if you connect and align with that coach. Yeah. And um, yeah, so that's my advice. So please close this out. Yeah, with some encouraging words, there's somebody that's sitting there that wants to be the successful entrepreneur. Um and th- th- they don't know quite what to do now that the video's over. They don't know.
0: Yeah. I would say definitely let's let's work on a plan on what you want your next 30 or 60 or 90 days to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, You don't need to hop into the business right away, but I'll tell you sustainability comes when you have a plan on what you want to sell or offer mm-hmm. or provide uh, and then how are you going to do it on social media? Are you going to do a website? What is your messaging how are you going to say, like, what are you going to say to get people to be on board with you? And I, I would also say if you struggle with finding inspiration on how to start, one of the things that I would encourage you is to look at brands that you automatically look up to that are in your industry, mm-hmm. see what they're doing, see what they're saying, and see in what ways can you model that same behavior. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things I say, just take it piece by piece. Don't, I, I think big picture, but I understand that not everyone does. Right. Some people just need to see, can I just get 30 days first? Cause this is my first time. So now at this point where we are it, uh November, what is, our ne- what is our December going to look like? So January 1, we're hitting the ground running with our business. So mm-hmm. I would say January 1 is when you can, your launch, but December should be all about planning and putting things in order, getting all the materials that you need, hitting them sales that people are going to hit you with oh. because Christmas, the discounts are going to come on the supplies that you need and then start off January 1. I love it. Love it.
4: You are incredibly sweet. Thank you're you. incredibly sweet and it's so important that we expose more women of your of your stature because we're, I love what the guys are doing. Like you guys in your circle just have like this brotherhood. You guys talk business, you mastermind, you go and play basketball together, release some steam. And that's just not really seen so much with females and especially in the coaching business. And, and I don't know why, because we can absolutely work together and get along. It's just such a myth that we cannot Um, But we need more women who are open armed and um, the nice girl. Right. And just Mm -hmm. saying whether whether it's a strong personality or a softer personality, just people uh, showing other women that you don't have to step over the other one. You don't have Mm -hmm. to view someone as like your competition in a malicious way. Right. It's okay to view healthy competition, learning what it means to stay in your lane and not having that fear of missing out. Mm Um, I just I I appreciate what you stand for and how 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 humble you are really. And that's a tricky word to use, but how humble you are really and what you represent offline, offline. So I think that's dope. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you you for uh, agreeing when I um, booked you for this interview today. And, um you know, David didn't really have much to do with that. But thank you, David, for being here today. Oh, and, thanks, for, uh, thanks for inviting me. <laughs> right. yeah, thank you for showing. It. I really did invite you. I, I had to send him a whole calendar invite. That's a whole fact. That's a whole
2: fact. See, we're a perfect pair.
4: We are a perfect pair. And guys, we got some big things that are coming and some transitions that are happening that we won't speak on just yet. Yep. With the okay. podcast and uh, we are looking what we will say, though, is that we are looking to take this on the road very soon. Yeah. So if you've yeah. got some dope people in your city or state that you think we need to have sitting in this middle seat. Let us know.
2: There it is. Look, I will see you guys at the top of the mountain. OK, go build something big and be social proof. We're out of here. Peace. Bye.